Yes, I'm going to listen to that. I'm going to play it in my car today. But yes, guys, you know what it is. Thank you and welcome to Cross Cross Cultured. And I am Erica Mona. Cross-cultured. Cross-cultured is the combination of your different personalities, your different environments, um, your thought process, um, opportunities, all these kind of things, how they have a role with how you carry yourself, how you move through life, you know, and make yourself into a hoe. Into, no, into a hoe. Into a hoe, me. Not a hoe. I mean, people be hoes. <laughs> either, either one. People but, you know, the crossing of those cultures make you one, make you who you are, period. Okay. <laughs> All right, and today we have a very special guest very special joining guest. us. Um, those of y'all might knew, know him as the videographer around town. You know, he done done He's a Chicago. He's like he's the, that, the, he's the, the best Chicago, Chicago. Spike Lee right here. You know what I'm saying? Damn, you true. True. You know what I'm saying? He just done videos for G Herbo. Mm-hmm. He's done videos for 147 Cowboy. He's mm-hmm. worked with Soldier Boy. Yeah, true, true, true. Anyway, we have the one and the only Laka Films. Laka. Laka. <laughs> they funny as hell. <laughs> but what up, y'all? It's Laka. You know, uh, we, we've known Laka for like how many years now? For, Over 10 years, yeah, too. Cause no, since we were like kids. That's bro, for real. Yeah, Laka has grown, yeah. yeah. That's the young. So, yeah, young yeah, yeah. But all right, guys, welcome to our episode. And you know how we start. We like to start with our... Awesome. So we we have we have some news. We have know. some little hot topics today. But as always, let's start with the negative, like sad stuff first, and get it off the way. All right. Um, Hurricane Dorian. I was gonna say Kevin Hart, but yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Hurricane Dorian. Okay, let's start with Hurricane Dorian. Okay, yeah. you know, um, our prayers and condolences for Hurricane Dorian. As we all know, Hurricane Dorian um was a type four hurricane that um basically made its way through the. Bahamas and the Caribbeans. It touched a little bit in the Carolinas as well. Mm-hmm. Um, it was supposed to go through Miami, but I think Miami kind of dug that bullet for a little bit. Anyway, it did a majority of the damage in Bahamas and the Bahamas. It's kind of in shambles right now. So, yeah. of course, our best thoughts and prayers are with those um, that have been affected by her. Yeah, Dorian. and it happened for like, it was going on, what happened in the um, Bahamas for like 48 hours. At least 43 people were killed. Because um, I saw different like videos and like these people's houses were like flooded to the That's tea sad. like to the like up like people were swimming in their houses um they said nearly 70 70 people are believed to be homeless in the bahamas currently at the moment um and it's just, this hurricane is expected to move towards um southeastern massachusetts it's going to move towards eastern canada so this is really something going on yeah canada mm-hmm. too. so this, this movement is moving but yeah our condolences and you know prayers for those who've lost their homes they've been displaced or those who lost their lives 
Um, okay, Kevin Hart. So as we all know, um, comedian Kevin Hart was involved in an accident this week. Um, it was in his brand new car he got mm -hmm. for his 40th birthday. Um, so it reported that he was severely injured. He had a back injury and he had to undergo surgery, back surgery for uh -huh. that. Um, he, uh, he was in a car with a friend. He wasn't yeah, driving. He said he was in a car with a friend and a woman. There's a lot of reports around that. that sound yeah. Some type of way. Oh, really? with the um, 911 recording being released. So mm. apparently, like, he went home first. Okay. And then, and, the, and he went home, was 20 minutes away from the crash. Uh-huh. And then they called the um, ambulance. Wow. So it's like, when stuff like that happens, it kind of makes you think, like, what was you trying to cover? Where was he going? Like, what didn't you want us to see? Wait, so he went scene? home after the accident? Like, he got out the car, he called his security, because, you know, he was being tailed by security, mm -hmm. and they took him home first. And, and then, then when he got home, his wife called the ambulance. Oh, wow. So, yeah. So there's a lot. And they I look too small to have that big grown man. He was it, probably like, having sex with another one oh. again. Yeah, like for real, for real, that's probably low key what happened. Yikes. But prayers up, my fault. No, right. prayers <laughs> up. Especially because, like, the other two people was unharmed. And it was unharmed, just, yeah. It, it was, it was just, mainly him that, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, you know. I mean, but thank God he's alive. Thank God for his life. Right, right. Thank God for being short. I know, right? But damn, <laughs> back surgery, that is something because that's like your spinal cord. That's your spinal cord and stuff. So um, thank God he's not paralyzed. They say he's going to have a full recovery. So right. I look forward to hearing the special about mm -hmm, it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, let me see what else is sad on the list. Um, let's talk about Jose Sanchez. Um, he was the actor on The Game. Yeah, y'all know him as Malik from The Game. Malik right, Malik. right. He used to fill $50 million. He was so fine. Yep. Um, so basically, he comes out about molestation that he experienced at the age of 14 by his best friend's father so he basically like told the whole story on ig about how um you know he grew up without a father his mom worked all the time so his best friend's father was like somewhat of a father figure ish you know um and then it just just hearing that you know i think we tend to forget that young boys definitely go through molestation mm -hmm. and you know by the hands of grown men and grown women yeah. so with his story he said that um it, it was step by step with the way it happened. So the, the the dad, the man would like ask him about his sex life. Like, oh, I bet you be making little girls come, huh? I bet you come a lot. Like stuff like that. And it's kind of like. That's inappropriate. Like, why, why are you asking a 14 year old this, you know? Yeah. And he said he was definitely like a shy, quiet kid, you know? Mm -hmm. so, right, so the grown man already peeped the kind of kid he is, you know? And then he would ask this question in the absence of his friend. So it's just when it's just both of them there together. Right. So he know what he's doing. So he said it was one specific day. This man insisted on giving the, the dude, you know, the young boy, the a ride home. And he said. He had a very bad feeling about it. Like he was like, he should say no, but he's just like, you know what? Let me just go. You know? Mm -hmm. He said the man drove and just drove drove off the road and parked and um sucked his penis. Wow. Yeah. This he sucked the 14-year-old penis and he was like, This is normal. You know that whole spiel. It's normal. Yeah, it's it's okay. Gay. You know, you're not gay. This is just natural. Then he was like, I guess he was a professor and like a known man in the community too. Mm. So he was like, Don't tell anyone I'm powerful, no one's gonna believe you. And this is really his first time talking about it. And that's crazy. So I saw a video like after the heels of that where this woman was talking about that's why it's important to let your kids say no and like have a voice. Have a voice because it's like we do teach kids like don't talk back to adults or mm -hmm. this, that, and the other, which I understand to a degree, but at the same time, it's important for your child to be able to say no when mm -hmm. they need to say, say no. no. So that really it did open my eyes of like being able to have that discourse as a child, like having a voice. Cause it's true, like, especially in the Nigerian community, we know that our parents will teach you never to talk back or 
or never to oppose. Don't say no, nothing. Like if somebody exactly. tell you something, that's the final that's it. word. Yeah. And you, they never They'd even be scared. think of yeah. how it could affect them in other ways. That's super sad. Yeah. Though. Also, it's just important to make sure you know you go seek seek therapy. Like you mm-hmm. know, like, you got money, you can go seek therapy. Mm-hmm. Like, people tend to make it seem like therapy is a bad thing, but like. Holding that in like for so many for years. For so many years. Really, really hurt him, especially in the industry he is. And that's yeah. probably not the only thing he encountered, to be honest. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah. very true. That's true. Uh, but yeah, this life is crazy. But prayers to him. We do hope he goes to seek help. And, yeah. You know, isn't just like holding that in. I'm proud of him for bringing it up. Yeah. You know, for saying that. I know too many guys that low key been molested. Yeah. Don't even know how to That don't even know. Mm mm. Oh, now another really negative thing going on, xenophobia. This is really a big thing going on in South Africa. So Nigerians and other, you know, Africans in South Africa are currently being, are under attack. Like they're being killed, you know, their businesses are being like um, bombed and just destroyed just based on the fact that, um, so South Africans, they believe that the influx of foreigners, particularly those incoming um, um people from Africa, African countries, they feel like they're taking their jobs away, you know? But it's like, you know, so I watched one of the videos and one of the South, one of the guys who like were like, you know, rioting and just, they had like, you know, cutlasses and like swords. They were ready like to kill, like burn people, that tires and stuff. And he was like, you know, these people are coming in to, you know, to take our jobs because like they're willing to do these jobs, you know, for a lower price, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's like, they're taking all these good jobs and we don't have nothing. And at the end of the day, it's like, regardless... It's still no jobs in South Africa. Like, it has nothing to do with this foreigners coming in. And then a white lady interviewed them, and even one of their, like, you know, leaders who was against this attack that they're doing, he was like, but you guys don't attack the Indians that come, the Chinese that come, you know, the white people that come, that don't even have papers. You know what I mean? It's not like they don't have passports. Like, they come here and do business, but you guys praise them, you know, kiss their asses, but other African like, your, your, your African brother is here, and you're saying, well, you know, they don't have papers, they don't have passport, we're going to kill them, they, they shouldn't be here. I think that when you hear this story, um, I was talking to somebody about this this week, I said, it's almost super ironic how if you can listen to this story, it's the same rhetoric that's talking about in the United States with Mexicans yeah. and everything like that, and it's just crazy how the same nonsense is happening everywhere in the world, Yeah. Um. and, and it's just kind of like... Y'all really have to look at the issues. You know what I mean? Like, I have an uncle that lives in South Africa. Mm-hmm. And he straight up was like, I'm afraid to go outside. Like, they're really burning. No, they really are. And, like, killing people and just doing stuff. And, and it's just like, my deepest prayers are, of course, with everybody. You know, especially being Nigerian. Um, you know, it's affecting Nigeria as well, right? Because there have also been riots in yeah. Nigeria and Lagos. Because um, there's a big store called ShopRite that yeah, yeah. Um, South mm-hmm. Africans have basically owned in Nigeria. So they've been rioting in Nigeria against that. Store, yeah, looting it. It's just been a lot of history repeating itself in a different way. So, and it's it's so crazy that you know during the apartheid that happened in um, South Africa, Nigerians spent billions of naira to help the country. Yeah. Nigeria, Nigeria was the one who had um, Nelson Mandela, Mandela at yeah. a period of time. You know what I mean? Like to yeah. help him escape death and all that kind of stuff. So it's like we've helped you. Like we are your brothers and sisters. So for you to feel like okay, the, the solution is to kill us. You know, it's because they're they angry and they have nobody else to blame. So you can't blame exactly. the system. You can't fight the system. You blame you yourself. People. And you know, okay, the white South Africans, I think they only make up maybe 9%, whatever, but they own 
85% of the country's wealth. That's what ridiculous. in the world is that? Like, how? So violence has flared up in other African countries, you know, in response to the development that's going on in South Africa, you know, boycotts and stuff. So I think now, you know, the thing about Nigeria is like, okay, so what are Nigerians doing? Like, have we heard stuff about from the politicians? What are they going to do to save their, their people, you so know? So what I've heard recently is that there is a, a airline, airline yeah. that is going in uh, and is doing free flights mm-hmm. to get Nigerians out of South Africa. And I hope that really happens. Yeah. I really do hope it happens. I know, like, in South Africa, they closed down the Nigerian Embassy, embassy there um, so let's just see I really hope um, something happens because it, it's just so sure that as Nigerians we need to make our country better too mm-hmm. you know and it's nice to see Nigerian artists like um, Burner Boy, Boy speak up about it because we need that like you are in the industry you have a voice speak about speak up about it don't just you know what what's the point of your voice if you're not saying anything exactly. or trying to do anything exactly um, but yeah prayers up definitely alright let's get into some some messiness so Rick Ross daughter is pregnant yeah. apparently um, so, you know, Rick Ross just had, like, a, a, a party for his 17-year-old daughter where he gave her, like, a Rolls Royce or mm-hmm. something like that. So, apparently, she um, got knocked up. She got pregnant. No. I said, and he just dropped the weak-ass album. Dang. Oh, I did hear it was weak. Yeah. He said the album was weak. Maybe that's why he unfollowed his daughter on social media. He was <laughs> mad. Like, it was just too much. His album was weak. His daughter pregnant. And he disappointed. He, she, he's just disappointed in life. So, he unfollowed his daughter on social media, which I thought was hilarious. Like... That's how you. That's how you discipline her. It's, like, that was it's your thing. so. Fu- I don't know why it's just so funny. Like you know, it's like you just. I mean, yeah, spoil your kids, give them what they want, blah, blah, blah. but yeah, buying car here and this is like ah. So you don't know that your daughter is doing all this stuff to this level, and it's like, girl, come on now, like you're seventeen. Why are you getting pregnant? Like, go to college, go to school, start your business, do something. Yeah. Like you're seventeen. It's never like okay. Is she even done of, done out of high school? I feel like she's a is senior she has- now. This might be her like, girl, year. come on. So apparently, I guess um the mom is happy. You know, she made a post like, oh, we're expecting a baby. I feel like some people think like, since they're rich, they have money. Like, it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Like, it almost in a way, doesn't. I but guess. Because, like, you know, because that's what, yeah, that's why people don't want to have babies. Because it's like. They broke. It's, they broke. Look, you yeah. can't afford a baby. The baby will slow you up from being able to make money. But once you start off with money. It's like they could they could afford to take care of the baby. They oh, okay. Slow. Well, like, who is the also, who is the dude? Social media is a facade, so you got to realize like, what is her mom gonna do? Is she gonna get on there and bash her baby? True, too, like exactly. True, true. And then look like a bad mother. Like, true. there's just so many like angles you can look at it. Yeah. And can you really blame like celebrities? Really, just don't have time. And mm-hmm. like, you have to force yourself to really be in your daughter's life. That's you know true. Like, That's true. What he gonna do? Take on tour? She really gonna have a baby, right? <laughs> like, yeah, right. It's just like so many different aspects right. of celebrity lives that people don't really look into. So like, it becomes like a whole bunch of biased opinions. But like at the end of the day, like only God knows what happened. And like, That's true. whether you're a celebrity or not, like it's too many girls getting pregnant. At it 16, is. 17, it is. It is. It's not new news. Like a, yeah, it's it's regular situation. They're just celebrities. That's if it just wasn't what it Rick is. Ross daughter, would you give a fuck? No. <laughs> you're right. You're right. <laughs> no, not at all. But the fact that he don't follow her, like. Okay. <laughs> like no, you, 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 big man. I'm gonna follow her on all social media, said, and that he what? deleted all her pictures on his pages too. What? He deleted all. He broke up like, with his dog. Uh, <laughs> that could be a scandal too. Anything like what? For a repost. Right. Exactly. So it just, like, like it just made you talk about his album, but not in a positive way. Uh Okay. Uh, Mac Miller. So his. Um, Today's actually the anniversary of his death. Oh really? How yeah, many years? One year. One year. Damn, wow. time be going by fast. How many years? I, I'm sorry. <laughs> Damn, I mean like that. I thought it was like two years. I mean, because so many people had died too, you know what I mean? So I'm just like, no. <laughs> How many years? 
Rest in peace, rest in peace. Um, yeah. So basically, allegedly, his you know his deal, dealer is being charged in connection to his passing. That's so crazy. I'm like, what? I'm like, if you're going to charge him for being a drug dealer, what about charge we, him for being a drug dealer. dealer. You know exactly. what I'm saying? But I don't understand, like, now you trying to say it's a, he getting a homicide charge. I feel like... I mean, it was a homicide charge. I it mean, just happened to me that he was... Like, if you help anyone, Did he overdose? No, he didn't overdose. Dude sold him, like, way more pills. So, like, just think of it like this. You, you know, like... If you popping perks, I don't know, like if you're familiar with perks, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Let's just say perks. Like a perk five, you know what I'm saying? A perk mm-hmm. ten, a perk fifteen, mm-hmm. a perk thirty is levels to that shit. So oh. if I go to you and I'd be like, Man, I want a perk five, and then you giving me a perk thirty and I fucking die. Oh, then it's your fault. Well, it's not your fault because you're not supposed to be doing drugs. It's the same but, like indirectly. Okay. Lace your weed. Like nigga, you just wanted to smoke and now yeah. you're dead. Oh, like, okay, I see. Is. All right, damn. But I also just feel like because it's a white celebrity. They're really just uh-huh. really because yeah, which other yeah. one did they do? Demi Lovato's drug uh, drug dealer got an interview, which was crazy to me. It was like, so how do you know Demi? Right, and it's like <laughs> she buys heroin. The fact that you could give these people an interview, like, okay, what about all these other like black celebrities that died from overdose or all this? Just in general, like, what's who going on? Whitney Houston crack. Who? What about that one? I mean, it's just. I mean, being a being in a drug game is like really huge for celebrities. Like, mm-hmm. It's like a lot of famous drug dealers that mm-hmm. like, who's connected with celebrities. celebrities. It's the same with like shoes. Like yeah. if you who got the like newest shoes, like it's who's a the dude shoe connect? Mm-hmm. It's called Benjamin Kicks just because he gives shoes to famous people, like, mm-hmm. like Rashida. You that's know what I'm do. saying? Like that's what it is with like these drug people. They just on a lower right. Yeah, they just like, low key, low key. Low key. Low, drug dealers. You know what yeah. I'm Mm. Well, well, good luck to him, Sean. We'll see that case. All right, so Walmart finally announces the end of selling guns and ammunition, which is like, why was Walmart selling guns and ammunition to begin with? Like, I don't want to pick up like, like my case milk, and my eggs, my cotton balls, and my guns. Guns, the yeah. Same place. I feel like that's crazy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, but anyway, I guess it took them getting shot up, and it was like, dang, it could happen to anybody. <laughs> like, it could happen to you. Okay. So, it could happen right uh, here in the store. Right, like, and we're funding it. So I mm-hmm. guess it made them have a moment of introspection. So now they are saying that they are done selling guns. Um, that's good. Which is, you know, good. I want gun control. I say that all the time on here. I just, I, I think we need to really start talking about gun control. It don't make sense, the amount of mass shootings that happens in America. It's so easy and, to have access to yeah, guns. Yeah, in comparison to every other country, too. It's just like, we're not the only country that has guns, G. No. So I don't understand why we're the only one that has mass shootings like this. Yeah. So we need to, it, it really needs to be We've a We've had more mass shootings than the days in the year. Like, over like, And that's real, because it was like one weekend where it was like three mass shootings. Yeah. And it's, it's just, it's, it's ridiculous. It is absolutely ridiculous. So yeah, that's that on that. Mm-hmm. Um, so Jay-Z, um, Jay-Z faced a little bit more backlash this year. What's up? It's just so much like politics with gun control too. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, it was just like how we talk about politics with schools. Mm-hmm. It's not really the US, it's the NRA. But like, mm-hmm. we talk about that like deep red, deep red, different times and nobody want to hear that. <laughs> but that's facts. It is a lot of politics, like which is why there's no real gun control. But yeah. whew, that's the tea. 
Um, but Jay-Z, so Jay-Z had a little backlash because a video resurfaced um, where he made a comment saying that um, the reason why a lot of black men have an authority problem with police and just authority in general is because they grew up in homes with single black mothers. Mm -hmm. And because they didn't have a father around, you know, it made them have problems with authority. So he kind of attributed a lot of the dynamics between black men and police to growing up in single black you know, single household. Mm-hmm. Uh, I see the point he was making. I definitely but see the point. I, I also think that the problem with all of this is that Jay-Z just really just came out was like, you know what? I'm just going to be a freedom fighter and talk about everything that's wrong in the black community. And I think he's been doing a lot, but I think he's doing a lot for I community. think he's done a lot for the community and I'm not going to take that away from him, but I think that um, he doesn't always have the bandwidth to speak on the things that he wants to speak on in mm-hmm. the right way. In an eloquent way, where eloquent- you get your, your, your point across exactly. where it's like, okay. Um, I don't know. I yeah, I won't say like it's necessarily like a direct correlation, but you know, like, okay, you live in a, grew up in a single mother mm-hmm. home or whatever, then that's why you have a bad, you know, rep the police. No. Um, but I see what he's saying. Uh, I think people were saying that he was trying to blame single mothers. Yeah, um, and I think it. I wouldn't say he was blaming single mothers, but I felt like if you're having, and that's the thing, it's like, what conversation are you having right now where it's like this is coming out? And you know, in social media, stuff be out in clips. For all we know, he's right, like, exactly, in depth exactly. conversation. But I think it also comes off the heels of this deal with the NFL that we still don't kind of really know about. And now that it's kind of coming out that he has this program and they've been doing a lot in Chicago, a lot of people don't like how that's been panning out because it's been videos of them cutting people's lives. Yeah. Um, saying stuff like, you know, it'll give them a better opportunity when it's like, I, I understand the motive that he's going at, but at the that, same no, time, that one is just completely You stupid. have to change the narrative. Because what he's trying to say is like, people judge people off locks, which they do. But it's like, okay, gee, he's like, growing locks at the moment. Like, whatever he has going on with his hair is some twisties, whatever, yeah. on comb stuff. So basically, the Jay Z NFL initiative is like directly funding a group, which is the one you're talking about. It's called Inspire Change. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's about how they feel like um so it's a social justice group and it's funding and visiting nonprofits that wants to cut off the locks of Chicago black youth for a better life. What in the world does like locks have to do with the type of life you have? That's or, what I'm like, saying. They're, they're saying it based off of like a perception. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's a stereotype. That's it's just a stereotype, all it is. But I feel like you having such a voice, what you're supposed to be doing is changing the stereotype, exactly. not like perpetual. And educating these people that do have this stereotype. Exactly. So if you're funding this type of, you should, first of all, you should know all the organizations that you're going to be funding. Don't just be like, I'm going to give out whatever thousand of dollars and to whatever know what the purpose of this organization is what they're about you know what i mean what is the motto whatever and then let it see does it really match what you're trying to do and if not educate them so this whatever change they're doing about the locks now i think that's stupid and then we, it's a picture of a white lady cutting the, the black boys locks too yeah, that's like bad. that just go back to that celebrity thing where it's just like do they really care or is this just good for their image mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like that's what it just comes down to. And it's like, you can see the difference between like people who are like really artists and like activists and that's like really pro-black and really care about the black community, community. Mm-hmm. versus like people who just like- Doing for wanna their name. Just do it. You know what I'm saying? Like people be like actually involved and like, I don't know. It was just an interview with Dame Dash that just came out where he was like, oh, yeah. man, everybody know Jay-Z don't give a fuck about nobody but himself. Right. Damn. And like, said it just like that. And like straight up said it and like- it's just like everybody in this industry knows people like that and they just like have this like view of the world and like try to act like they're something they're not. But it's good for like, you know, they're looking at image. But he understand black culture. He understand, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But it's just certain things you say like, 
you know, like that single mother shit. Like, mm-hmm. and it's just like when people just have power, they just say shit because they feel like saying shit and they have the right to say shit. But like, if somebody said that shit around you, you would probably be like, get your goof ass. Right. Out exactly. Of uh-huh. and you know what I'm saying? You could have just easily been like, well, you know, the lack of black male leaders in our community. Simple. You know Simple. what I'm saying? Simple. It's like a problem. But like, Although mass inc- you know castration of black that's men, gonna, like that's who you gonna blame. Yeah, it's just so I'm gonna ask you actually because we two women that were talking about the NFL Jay Z thing, and quite yeah. frankly, I don't watch the NFL like that. I just was standing with Cap. Um, so how do you feel about the deal? I feel like you know I don't know if you really watch football or what you. I'm like kind of you know thing, but I just feel like oh no, gee, this is how I feel. I feel like a lot of people do a lot of shit for like money mm-hmm. and it's like that's just this industry all this shit is building businesses and it's just like do you really give a fuck you know what I'm saying like mm-hmm. not to bash the whole rock nation like I just seen that whole thing with like whack 100 talking about how like they didn't pay them on time and like all this <laughs> other stuff it's just always continuous stuff and it's just like you sign an artist you're doing this but like do you really care about these artists or is this just another business to mm-hmm. make you more of a billionaire exactly do you really care about your wife or you just gonna cheat on her and True. buy her nice things so True. she can stay with you and have this image for the image like, this you know good I'm guy saying? I'm a good family man this is, image this is I'm a Jay-Z good black man Beyonce. That's what Dame said. He you said, you know, we could have did the same Beyonce. thing, but he had Beyonce on his arm. You know what I'm saying? Which Damn, and, true. And like, if you can cheat on Beyonce, my nigga, you can cheat on anybody. anybody. And if you got caught once, my nigga, how many times did you really do it? So it's oh, just okay. like that's true. That just, is true. <laughs> it's just so many things with this whole thing, but it's just like it's great to see a young black man that used to sell dope and all this stuff. Like, right, right, grow right. And, like become smart and make songs about credit and like try to educate black people. But like all that other shit, I think it's all it's cool phony. shit and it's captured. Mm, mm. And I feel like it's cool, but it ain't none of my business. But I just I'm in this industry, so I know. Right, I'm seeing, you see. I see what the fuck going on. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this shit is just sad. It is. <laughs> All right. Um. So Lil Nas. So he defends his choice to come out, and I think it's a show called the, the Shop. Yeah. So LeBron James has a little show called The Shop, in which um you know he gets a bunch of black men in the industry together, and it's like a barber shop. It's supposed mm-hmm. to be like you know black guys in the barber shop. So anyway, on this episode, I think Charlemagne the God was on there. Kevin Love, Lil Nas X, Kevin Hart, and another man who I whose name escapes me. Anyway, um they asked Lil Nas like. So why did you decide at this time to come out? And Lil Nas was basically saying like, you know, because it's hard. And I feel like with me being in the status that I'm at, like, I want to let people know that it's okay to come out, that it's cool. It's not corny. You know, like being from where we from is looked at as something lame. And all of these men, these black men who are from these communities were like, what? Why are you talking about? Deadline. It's dangerous. Who cares? And then Kevin Hart talking about, who cares? You gay. So what? Um, and I just feel like, one, this is a perfect example of gaslighting. Yeah. Man, when we say gaslighting, this is the example. It is when you somebody states an issue or something, and rather than you accept and acknowledge the issue that we all know, you make, like you, you make it seem like there's no and validity. I, I feel like even Kevin Hart saying, who cares? It's like, you saying that now because you're a celebrity now, and you're in this lifestyle now, but did, what, what, didn't there some like... Kevin Hart's uh, the last person that should have been. He, exactly. He so that mouth. whole, like, who cares? That's a lie. You know that's like, a lie. He really should have opened his yeah. mouth. He should have just been like, 
Like, exactly. Like, no. I think it's a good... I get why he came out, especially as a young black guy, too. Yeah. And it's good that he came out by himself and it come out as a scandal. Like, ooh, they saw right. a picture of him kissing some dude. Oh, my God. You know what I mean? Like, he did it. And, yeah, you know, I, I don't really... Well, I don't relate or really, un, you know, whatever. The reason why they was on him is because it's cool to be gay now, though. Like, mm. I'm going to be real with you. Like, it if is. you would have tried that three years ago, four right. years ago, 2012, like six years ago, when she came out... People be like, oh man, this dude gay as hell. Ah, woo, woo, all these derogatory words, they wouldn't fuck with him. But now, your ticket sales go up when you get That's true. So, okay. I'm just being okay. a, a whole different community. So they all just like, what you mean? Shit, you thought um, that song he made that was number that would be number one longer and longer. Cause right. Yeah. I mean, it's like, <laughs> isn't that like the, the longest song so yeah, far? Like yeah. 14, 16 weeks straight? Yeah, he yeah. be Drake. Yeah, he did. He did. Uh, Mariah Carey and Boyz II Men for uh, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I just feel like you know what makes stuff like that uncomfortable is that first of all, Kevin, and th- and this is what I was talking about when he refused to apologize for the Grammy thing. Everybody was like, he didn't have to apologize. He apologized before. I'm like, what it shows is that you too arrogant. You feel yourself too mm-hmm. much, right? Like, I'm not saying you have to boohoo, beg, but you could have just been like, you know, as I already stated, I apologize. That was another part time of me. But you know, if it is something that continuously hurts you, just understand that I, I, I is something like I deviate from. Mm-hmm. For you to now come again and be like, so what? Who cares? Is that Right. You should. You already know the smoke that hit you for this. You didn't have to say it, but you you chose to say it because you already knew the smoke mm-hmm. that hits you with the exactly. LGBT community. Exactly. And I'm like, that's the part of the arrogance that people talk about when it's like, that's why they say you should apologize. That's why they say your apology didn't matter mm-hmm. because you're gonna sit here and, and still make a mockery when his child is trying to tell y'all like this is why he came out. Exactly. Like you should just let him answer the question and just been like, oh, okay. And if you yeah. felt like it was like. Okay, but do you think that that's something that helped you because in Hollywood or in the industry, being gay is a plus now that you're out of the Mm -hmm. hood? You know, that could have been a a, a proper follow-up, but instead, they wanted to, like, crack jokes and act like what he was talking about had no warrant. At all. I mean, you had Charlamagne the God there. Like, it was just like a whole bunch of assholes in a room Simple. So it was like, what did you expect? (laughs) Simple. All right, so we're going to take it into our... My favorite segment of the week, Alodo. Somebody who is a dumbass, stupid, makes poor decisions, comparable to a donkey. Alodo, rabata. Goofass. All right, this week's Alodo of the week... He used to be one of my favorite doctors. I, on I, the show? On the show. I love me some doctors. What was his name on the show? P. No, damn. Um, basically, he was on Grey's Anatomy, yeah. and he was um, Christina Christina's first man yeah. on the show. The black guy. She the was cardiac dating. surgeon. Yeah. What was his name? I don't remember. Um, anyway, his real name was Isaiah Washington. Mm-hmm. Now, if we know anything about Isaiah Washington, us true Grey Anatomy fanners know that he got kicked off Grey Anatomy for, for his gay slurs yeah. against uh, J.R. Knight, who played... Uh, what was his name on the show? Uh, O'Malley. Who oh, played him. George O'Malley, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, that was a thing because he dropped the F-bomb. I'm like, oh, Dr. Drug. Burke. His name was Dr. Burke Dr. on the Burke. show. That was his name on the show. So, mm-hmm. he dropped the F-bomb, you know, the slur for 
homosexual men. Um, he said that on to Dr. O'Malley. Um, so that's why he was off of that. But this week, he comes out talking about he's a Trump supporter. Mm-hmm. Um, he's talking about Democrats. He's getting into it in the shade room comments with Matt Barnes. And I just felt like this is not the doctor. What's his name, Pierce? Burke. Dr. Burke. <laughs> this is not the Dr. Burke that I know. <laughs> so for that and your outrageous actions and for you supporting Trump as a black man. Exactly. You get Idiot. a low door of, of the, the week. week. Yep, that's what Don't you are. Fast. Uh, okay um so let's get into our topic of the week with our special guest so today's topic is clout chasing do anything for clout okay yeah so clout chasing so let's even start what is what does evil mean what's what does clout chasing mean so clout, you know, that's I feel like clout definitely is a new age term yeah. um, for fame and popularity. Uh-huh. That's essentially right, what right. clout means. You know, it's like getting fame and popularity. And I think that in this age, we have social media, mm-hmm. um, which has allowed anybody, like literal nobodies to become famous. You know, even such things as you nobody becoming should. a meme or, you You know, could just do one goofy you do thing. One you like, just be... Do you, like eyebrows on fleek, the fuck? That was, you know, exactly. clout. You clout. know what I'm saying? Like... It's so crazy. Do you, do you remember? Um, I know, right? I think it was like maybe a month or two ago. This short white man who was saying, oh, "I yeah. hate women and whatever," yeah, like that. Who was mad? That he was mad short. exactly, and got into a fight. Now they're having him as appearances and stuff. This is crazy. Legit. And then he's getting paid for to come out for appearances for someone that you know that this person got issues, and boom, he got clout. Just like, like that. D- just like that. So this social media world definitely has made this whole clout thing on a whole different level. So now clout chasing is someone who what uh, chases that. They who chases that. Would do anything for that. Anything to get that. Uh huh. Um, to be in the spotlight. To be around people who who popping. Who child? What? Let's get into it. I'm Let's get into about, it. It's clout in different things. So you know what? Let's ask our guest because I feel like you know our guest got clout. He got clout now. <laughs> Um, so let's just start so what what do you think are some perks of clout Mm -hmm. like benefits i think it just levels the clout um i mean i want to first start off by saying like clout is just used in a bad way but like sometimes it's good definitely it's connections yeah Clout is like like marketing. That's what I used to see. I graduated mm. with a marketing degree. Mm-hmm. So when people say clout and they're like, oh, you're a clout. I'm like, yes, I am. Marketing. I'm a marketer. That's smart. Yes, that's exactly what that's the fuck smart. I am. And that's why I am where I am in this world. Mm-hmm. But more importantly, it's just like, you got to look at it like this. Now, it's two different types of clout. One clout is just when you like to be around shit and not doing nothing with it. Mm-hmm. And then it's the other clout where it's like you around shit because you have a longer goal. Like, a goal with longevity. So exactly. for example, like, you know, everybody use clout. It's not one company that doesn't use clout. Like of if course. you really sit down and think about it, when you're walking around and people giving you free samples, that's clout. Like True. It's all this fashion over stuff. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Like, Motherfuckers getting all these brand ambassadors, that's clout. Hey LeBron, sing you the song. Hey LeBron, where are these shoes? Shit, Nike one clout, Dunkin' Donuts one clout, Starbucks one clout. clout. Everybody want clout. Like, that's what it is. So like when I run around, when I started, you know what I'm saying, I was shooting my free videos with like people who had who was buzzing. And that's why. Because I needed clout. Mm-hmm. But then like clout is just what you call branding. Right. One. Like mm. anytime somebody see your brand, that makes you bigger. That brings you money. It might not be money in your hand right now, but money in the future is way better than money right now. Branding is everything. You do one thing to fuck up your brand, your brand could be done forever. Ever. 
True. So you gotta look at Cloud as Brandon. So like, you know, I respect everyone who does anything for the Cloud. Now, the cross line is what's your morals? You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, what do you believe in versus what you don't believe in? Like, that's what I be telling. Like, you know, like for example, people like try to bash females. Right. That's like, Twerking online or doing these skits mm. or doing anything, quote unquote, for the clout. Mm. Boy, these females be getting paid. Whatever. They do. I don't know if y'all saw the Fire Festival. But oh, they yeah. was they was throwing out what 10, 20k per post per for post. F- for models to just post Are a you flyer. Yeah, that's what they was paying them to put the little orange square yeah, up. Orange square up. Kylie Jenner got two hundred and fifty thousand. She got one fourth of a meal because of clout. Quote yeah. unquote. Just so, one picture. <laughs> Kylie Jenner makes a million of posts because of clout. I think she makes the most on social yeah. media for just posting any type of picture. And yeah. it's just crazy to me how like I think anyone who's doing this is brilliant. Like mm-hmm. you're using technology and you're using fast forward technology to make as much money as you can. Like you're like, oh, Instagram gonna die. If you brand yourself right and Instagram die, you gonna know who this person is regardless. True, regardless. And they can still pay you to do things. Yeah. So it's just like that's how I feel about clout. But I am disgusted by the people who just hang around celebrities. I'm <laughs> disgusted. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I just see, you know, I'm around celebrities left and right. So when I'm just in a room, I look at how many people are just there to be there. And I'm mm-hmm. just like, what are you doing with your life? Right, right, right. You know what I'm that's saying? Right. And like I go on tour and like when I go on tour, I see all these people around. I'm just like, what are you going to do? Just being leeches, just there. When this okay. artist it's gone. It's gone. Yeah. Like, if you ever saw Entourage, that's the oh, perfect yeah. show. It's just like, this homie got all his homies. They didn't show, they show like, but they didn't show the bad part. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, these his homies, but like, what are y'all going to do? You, you got to have a wife. You got to have a Right. Have I've even taken advantage of, you know, nah. you being around a celebrity. I use it for, for your exactly. business or for connection. You just there just to be like, I'm in the picture too. Like, you even know? if you my homie, shit, start right. your own clothing right. line. Right, right, right. Start your own brand. Build your own legacy. You can connect it to mine. We can get rich together. Mm-hmm. But it's like, no offense to Black and African community. That's not what we own. Mm-hmm. That's not what white people do. That is. Black people just like the leech. They be like, oh, mm-hmm. he got all this bread. Buy me this. Buy me that. Oh, take care of me. Woo, woo. Oh, I owe you owe me this because we friend. Woo. Like, exactly. I owe you this. Yeah. I don't owe you anything, G. I, I don't. I, I really it's don't. It's so goof ass out of here. Oh, Lord, dog. Ah, <laughs> yes. Like, straight up. So it's just like. You just got to see it because like white people, when they got their companies, all their homies, probably their companies, they keep True. their in-house family. Yeah, they be the president, vice president, and, secretary. And uh-huh. like, they become billionaires. That's true. And so like, now that true. you are in the industry, let me ask you, how do you know, how did you know that, oh, I got clout now? Well, shit. I mean, clout, man, it's levels to clout. Mm-hmm. It's levels. You go somewhere, a lot of people don't know me. Mm-hmm. You go somewhere else. Everybody in there trying to talk to me. Mm. Cloud is just what your level of status is. And mm. it depends on where you at. It's like, if I go anywhere in Chicago, like, people notice my face. Mm-hmm. And if they don't notice my face, they have seen my work. Right, mm. right, and, right. But I can also go somewhere in Chicago where they don't even pay attention to hip-hop at all. Mm-hmm. And I'm irrelevant in the room. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. it's so many doctors that got clout that people look up to. You know what right. I'm saying? People who write books... And I don't read books like that, so I'm not going to know. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, true. You just got clout in your own lane. True. But what's really clout? You know what I'm saying? So, like, what really matters is, like, what you're doing, like, besides 
You know what I'm saying? What you're doing. So it's like, yeah, you're doing videos, but what else are you doing? Uh Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I be mentoring little kids and stuff at the school. You know what I'm saying? I do stuff for my community a lot. I help my family a lot. I do a lot of stuff to give Mm -hmm. back and do stuff. So, like, people are like, oh, you know what I'm saying? That's true. And that's just what it's about because that's what's going to build the legacy. Like, money is just money. Money Money is money. Uh (laughs) No, but that's for real, though, because, like, you know, like, we talk about this, too. We just talked about it with, like, black and African people. You know, I think that when you first started, you know, everybody's just looking at him like, what's this nigga doing? Like, mm-hmm. he out here just making videos, this, that, and the other. And I kid you not, like, now that's a thing that Every- parents are using as clout. Because even my own mom brought it to me like, oh, Shabby, you know that boy that be doing the video for the rap artist and this, that, and the other. And I'm looking like... Like, how you know? Yeah, yeah, like, how you know? But I'm like, obviously, that's a thing that's like, you know... Not saying your parents use it for clout, but it's of pride, right? Which is a proud. And now my mom trying Status. to use it as clout for me, like, oh, you know who that is. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that's what I'm saying. It's just kind of like within the African community. It's funny because I feel like that's what the whole community is based off of in a way. It's like clout. Like, it you is know, all which is clout. a part of us getting being doctors, engineers, or all these careers they try and force us to. Yeah. So they have their own clout within themselves. And I, sorry, yeah, go ahead. No, go crazy. I was going to say, like, in African communities, it's like, I think what we call clout is connections. You know what I'm mm. saying? Like it's it's connections. You, listen, in Nigeria, you go to to university and you you major in you know you you major in Yoruba. Okay, that's that. No, you, your degree is Yoruba. You could end up graduating and working in a bank. Why? Because you found someone who got the clout, who got the connections to connect you to that position. Like you know, it's, it's now it's not about who. It's not about what you know. It's not about oh you got all these degrees. It's about who you know. You know what I mean? Who got that clout that you know? Who got that connection that could put you on? Like, it's all about connections. As That's you said, it's branding and marketing. Yep. We all want to be attached to someone who's popping or, you know, who... And, you know, for us, you know, we're like, okay, we also trying to look, you know, and work with people who are doing something mm-hmm. of substance. You know, it's not, okay, yes, clout and whatever, but someone that, like, okay, who's on a similar path? Like, oh, we like DSDs. You know, he knows about videos. He knows about audio. We're like, oh, let's ask him for ideas. Let's ask for stuff because it's like, okay, that's someone who has the connections and, you know, who has the sense to help with that shit. You know what I mean? Exactly. See, you just got to know. You got to be who you are. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's what people always fail to forget. And it's like a lot of people like, damn, G, you still the same. Like, and I'd be like, yeah. Like, what did you expect? I'm still a human being. being. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you really want to know the truth, like, only time I hang out with rappers is when I'm trying to work. Or I got to go to a dinner. Or I got to show my face. Or I got to be around. Mm-hmm. You will never see me kick it with a rapper besides that because we have nothing in, in mm-hmm. Like, nigga, I don't drink. I don't smoke. I don't kick it. I really don't club and shit unless it's to get bread. So mm-hmm. it's like, we don't have nothing in connection. Mm-hmm. And right. like... We just live different lives. So mm-hmm. I kick it with my same Mark and Jeremy. Mm-hmm. I kick it with my same niggas I grew up with. Mm-hmm. I kick it with my family. And that's what I do it for. Like, I'm not doing it for the clout. I'm doing it, you know what I'm saying, for mm-hmm. longevity. And it's like, clout, when you do it for clout, it come and go. Always. Right, you'll right. You'll be hot, you'll be popping, you know what I'm saying, and you'll be gone. Right. Like, mm-hmm. straight up. And, like, that's the difference with someone building the brand and someone doing it for the club. Just because. So, as you said, you said that people are like, um, oh, you're still the same person even though you have this clout. So, that is to show, to show that, you know, having clout can change who you are. Oh, so, sure. what is the dangers of clout? Ugh. You know, like the negative sides of clout. You see people change. You know Mm. what I'm saying? I've had some real rough stories. I don't even want to like get into it. Mm. If I start talking about them, like people going to know who I'm talking about. Yeah, you can't get a small T. So it's that deep. You feel me? But like, I could just put it like this. 
I've had people like go whole three sixties. That's, That's all. Crazy. I'm gonna tell you what clout does. Clout make people feel like they're more important than what they are. That's a that's a hard fact. That's one. Number two, it makes them feel like they're busier than what they are. Hard fact number two. Yeah, that's true. And then it makes them treat people like they're beneath them because they have better things than them. But like, straight up, that really don't mean shit. (laughs) So like, that's what it come down to. Like, I've had people I used to text every day and we made sure we was good that like, I can barely contact now. I Mm -hmm. have people who I used to help um, I can't say what I did because everybody gonna know who I'm mm-hmm, talking mm-hmm, about. But mm-hmm. I've had, let's just say I've had people who I've helped, but like now it's just like anytime I need something, they ain't really ready to help me. I've turned people into real life millionaires and have really? not got anything, and wow. I've burst that on my life. Wow. And that's just what it is. So it's like you would do shit for people. And like when it's time, when they get on, it's time for them to put you on. To help, to assist. Or to help, or to see you. And then what I really start realizing over time is like, shit, it really is just like, it really is people just don't want to see you doing better than them. Is, is that so, simple? Is that simple? If you believe me right now, you know, mm-hmm. I can cover your podcast. I can turn your podcast. I'll buy you whole new equipment, connect mm-hmm. you with all the people you mm-hmm. get on. Mm-hmm. But then when it's time for you to help me, you're going to be like, damn, if he passed me. Yeah, and that's a competition. That's a competition. It's a competition. So I start learning this shit, and then it makes you become a demon. Mm-hmm. Right, because, because you, like, you just don't want to like, help nobody. Now you don't want to help motherfuckers. Uh, you feel me? But like, that shit, I just wasn't raised that way. Right, so which is good. It don't really good. matter. Don't like, how many people uh-huh. I keep on, now y'all alone, cool. Because you your blessing I'm going to get on, mama. Exactly. Like, exactly. A million, we going to reach that. <laughs> Ain't mm-hmm. no cap it, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's just like, cool. But I think one thing it is, it's just like really just being you because that's what it was. Mm-hmm. It was like, when I did start, I was around the African community and people was like, oh, he ain't even, he ain't really even African. Like, oh, he don't fuck with the Africans. Mm-hmm. All this woo out the band, woo out the band. Like, what the fuck do you mean I'm not African? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, just what you want me to do to prove I'm African? Like, I go to the mosque all the time. Exactly. You feel me? That goes to my Islam. You feel mm-hmm. me? I. You raised my, my two Nigerian, Nigerian parents. Like, you feel me? I come home and I say, Eka son, Eka mm-hmm. You right. feel me? I it's speak Yoruba. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I eat jollof rice. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I eat my inyan. Like, I don't know. Like, well, I don't talk African enough. Like, I don't have an accent enough. Mm-hmm. Oh, my best friends ain't African. So right. African. Right. Like, no, that's not really what it is. It's just like, dude. So then, like, when I do get on, and like, you know, no offense to, you know, Africans, it's just like, most Nigerians in my community didn't fuck with me. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. And it's a hundred. And like, people can say how they feel and mm-hmm. what they really want to say. But I know, like, it ain't a question about it. Like, it ain't nothing no one can tell me or a perspective when they can try to change. I know people didn't fuck with me. Mm-hmm. So like, now people, oh, like, people want me to do this or do this favor or, or like, really... You know what I'm saying? Help. Now you're they the African like, oh, brother. You don't for fuck me with all. Africans. Mm-hmm. Record this for me. Mm-hmm. Like all this shit. And I'm just like, okay. Well, 
Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't fuck with Africans. You're right. I don't fuck with Africans. I fuck with people, and I fuck with people who genuinely fuck true. with me. Now, Dami is one of them people who fucked with me mm-hmm. since a young, and guess mm-hmm. what? I'm on this podcast. Mm-hmm. No matter how rich and famous I get five, ten years from now, guess what? She can call and ask me for a favor. Right, you know, right. So I might not text Love back you. immediately uh, and do all that shit, but like at the end of the day, I'm going to get shit done, and like that's the difference between people, you know what I'm saying, Like that you really genuinely fuck with. And that mm-hmm. don't got nothing to do with like being African. That just got to do with like... Doing something. People you know what I'm real. saying? And I fuck with other people who are doing shit. Because that's the mm-hmm. point of like, if you're doing something, my goal is to help you because I'm trying to do something that I can bring y'all together. But most people don't do shit. Most people just want favors and then they lazy. And, that's and they, and don't, they don't want to put the time on. and the effort to do what to make it grow. Like, make niggas it is slaving for this shit. Like, on my soul, like, you can't even live a day in my shoes to know what the fuck I go through from morning to night. And mm-hmm. I can merge that shit. Most niggas can't. But I don't speak on that shit. You know what I'm saying? Because you're shit not weak. searching for the clock. Like, you're not yeah. trying to let people know this is how hard I'm yeah. working. This is what well, I'm doing. I'll be to give up every week. Exactly. Right, 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 so, right, right. With right. you being around so many people, does clout chasing look different for men and women? Like, do people try and get at you in different ways, or do you see it like in a, mm-hmm. you know, is women trying to give it like, up what's in a different, different way? Yeah. I mean, it's just it's just a fact. Is the fact women gonna throw themselves at men mm-hmm. that is doing well for themselves? Mm-hmm. So like, a lot of people try to make it seem like it's clout chasing, but like, no, women just want. Something that everyone wants. True. Like Money, that's security, stability. Like, exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, a nigga with clout has money. Every female needs. You feel me? A man that's gonna be financially there. You know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like You know they work hard. You know what I'm saying? You know a lot of stuff. Man, we're not even going to say clout. Just a man with like this security. You know yeah. What I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's just stability. Uh-huh. And it's just like. It's too many broke niggas living off females mm-hmm. and like acting like they this and that. You know what I'm saying? And like, like so it's just like that's the given. You know what I'm saying? But everybody like that facade. The thing about the entertainment industry that's so cool that like a lot of people like really sleep on mm. is like the entertainment industry runs the world. Like, bro, mm. entertainers can damn near be politicians. As we see. I mean, many experience goes into politics. Yeah. More, I'm not even going, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's going to reach the stage where more motherfuckers going to care about one of the hottest entertainers than the damn president. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he controls yeah. the world. Yeah, Which is now like people will listen to something like yeah. I feel like Beyonce almost has more political connections than Trump. <laughs> like for real, like I feel like Beyonce can go to London and ask for something from the Queen. Listen, people like Beyonce more than yeah, like Trump. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Which I mean, maybe that wasn't a good example because it's Trump. But like, right, 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 right. I know you what you know, mean. Yeah. Like it's because like uh, entertainers have cult followers. That's what we call them. Like people mm. who would die for them. Yeah. And I feel like the president, no one gives a fuck about the president. You're right. You know what I'm saying? And like people care about Brock so much because he was black. But like if you really ask people like what did he do? Like they can't even speak on they it. They can't. So That's like, true. but they, you don't know what the fuck the next entertainer doing. You don't know what they mm-hmm. ate tomorrow if they posted on the ground. That's true. You feel me? That's so true. like I think that's the difference between like politicians and entertainers. But like, yeah, I mean, I think it just sucks to be a female in the entertainment industry because mm-hmm. I just feel like it's just men really have too much power, and like I really pity that shit for a mm-hmm. lot of females. Yeah. But then it's like this whole facade and like this thing where it's just like 
you have to look this way or you have to get this type of plastic surgery mm-hmm. or you have to fuck this person to get to where you're going. And it's just a lot of that. And it's like, you don't have to do any of those things. There's so many females who don't, but it just mm-hmm. takes you way, way longer long. and Which harder. Which sucks as a female. I feel like our clout does rest in our looks. You know, even on like just the surface level, even like, yeah. and you know, being at UIC, I even feel like that's kind of how it, you, you know, you went yeah. to UIC, you know how it is. It'd be some like, girls not beautiful enough some to girls make not beautiful. I mean, yeah. do we, we, you know, we went to the Jadena's listing um, con- party, right, whatever, yeah, and we're like, con- okay, con- let's try and see if we get a little interview. We'll, we'll, gee, we were in front of the line, okay? Like, because we were like already there in front of the line, but the managers will legit come out and just handpick certain girls to just to come into the room. Like, and we were just like, gee, we gotta work. We're not even trying to like, we're not even thirsty for pictures. We're not trying to be on you, but it's just like, are we not cute enough? But you know, you see the the type of woman like they pick mm-hmm. the light skin, the right. big weave, all, and we're just like, damn. It's because like, truth be told, everybody doing something, so mm-hmm. nobody get no fuck about. That's no the thing. Problem. That's exactly. the thing. Nobody cares. And the nope. only thing nope. folks want is a bad girl that mm-hmm. he can fuck. So he just going through mm-hmm. weaving out. So it's just like also that's why I just feel like females be so naive where it's just like they so thirsty like you so thirsty to get into a room with a dude who don't give a fuck about you that's probably gonna fuck you and then and talk it. to your goof ass again or talk to you and just fuck you whenever they feel like it and not really build no type of relationship or no type of loan not even help like me in anything. anyway and like that's the funniest thing I just be like all these girls who be so thirsty like broke people have to work harder than rich people because mm-hmm. rich people do not have to buy you nothing they don't have to go out their way for you they girls go Bust it down immediately just because they're in the same room. Mm-hmm. They ain't bust down in the bathroom, wherever you at, in the car. Where, but other guys, they gotta go on three days. All of, like they, they, they gotta, you gotta go through manager gotta, upon manager yeah. upon middleman upon middleman. Yeah. yeah, just a key advice for uh, next time. You just like a lot of people don't know. Like managers pretty much run everything. Mm. So like we if you reach though. out yeah. to his manager before that whole situation happened, you probably would have finessed the podcast mm-hmm. versus yeah. standing in line like every. Right. Right, the person, right. uh huh, uh huh. So uh-huh. like, that's just a tip to things. That's a good uh, one. Like, Thank I'm you. Talk to Bernie Boy, Mama. Cause ain't that his manager? <laughs> that is his manager. I'm hollering. Um, that's one thing I've learned over the last. That's just like advice for anyone like listening, like working with artists directly. Like it's just a terrible idea. They just have too many things they have to do, and they really just don't give a fuck about you. Mm. But like, if you talk to like they label or they manager, that's how you get better business because those are people who actually run, run the things, run the W nine, send you your money, you right. do all that stuff. So like, learning that made me stop like trying to DM rappers. Like that shit is dead. And as you said, it's like you know, like when we talk about cloud chasing, you right because then that's that's what branding and marketing is. It's like now you're doing it to the right people. The right people just trying to be like you getting oh, the right I'm connections. To, you know, I'm next to chance. I'm next to somebody. It's like you talking to their manager. manager. Yep, and yeah. that's who you really because who does who do they talk to? They talk to their manager. Exactly. So yeah. Also, they managers just control their schedule. So many mm-hmm. people like I never try to reach the artists. I just reach like their best friends, like stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like that's how I finesse my way into like studios or like future and mm-hmm. all big people. I just like pay attention to who they're around because those are the people who are gonna actually be like, oh man, I see this dude working. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like future is never gonna open a DM for me. <laughs> no, so they don't. They don't open the <laughs> that's DM. A fact. No, that's a no. Fact. They don't open the DM. His artist that wants a video from me will open that bitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? So like that's just something like you know is a good you know t- okay yeah we well thank gems you yes that I think I think this is that's really the I enjoy this jam yeah. uh huh like someone I I could have saved myself probably two three years mm. like if I would have known this you know what I'm saying but 
you know, you live and you learn. It's through the process. It's yeah. all through the process with the journey and everything. And, and, I, and I will say this: as somebody that really has known as uh, Laka from like Thomas Brown there has no uh, Laka since like literally we were like fifteen. Mm-hmm. Um, it is it's amazing to see his growth. You yeah, know, it's to, a big growth. To know where you really started from. Yeah, and, you know all the stuff he's talking. And he's not just saying it. Like you know how famous people just be like, ah, you know niggas want rocking with me. Mm-hmm. To really know like and, and see how. People used to act around you to see how people act around you now to just see what you've been able to do for yourself and how he really does pay it forward. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he was not just talking. Like, I know the things he's done for his family, for his community, for people around him. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, for for everybody. So, I mean, heck, we were just talking about um, equipment. He over here instantly called someone like, oh, do you know who get this type of equipment? You know? I think one thing I also like to say is that, like, I credit you for sticking to your dream because I do remember when you first started with videos and stuff, you know? And I know some people are like, oh, he's just doing videos. This is some goofy stuff. But it's like, Whatever people said, asking you community, you stuck, you you, you stuck it. to it. You like this is what I'm gonna do. If y'all laugh or not, y'all like it. I don't care. And you and you are here right now. Anybody you know what I mean? that know, just keeping it real, a hundred. That's all. Like that's what I just stood for. And like I'm gonna be real with you, being Nigerian just. Makes it's it different. tough, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It, it ain't like yeah. Americans where it's just like I'm gonna follow my dreams, right? No dreams, like right. imagine telling your parents that like. You're not doing pharmacy anymore. Like, mm. Don't cap. Like, niggas had 3.9, full rise to school, like, was really doing, like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? It just told parents that, like, I'm not doing I'm not doing the anymore. I want to do like, what? comedy. Like, who the hell? Who is comedy? Who is bold? Who is comedy's father? <laughs> like, comedy. I, still, I can hear that strong. I still, oh, I still bro, I've got, I don't even want to speak on it, like, my dad done beat the shit out of me even having a YouTube channel. Ah, you feel me? Wow. Like, niggas that got kicked out the crib for just saying they're not going to school anymore. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, it's just so many things. And then on top of that, you know your family ain't really supporting you because they don't understand it. They don't understand mm-hmm. it, yeah. Then, you know, all the people you know ain't supporting you because niggas just haters. Mm-hmm. Like, they will never support. Like, don't look for support from people around you because they just... Like, what are you doing? That's true. So it's just like, watching all that shit happen just made me tough. And like, all right, cool. All y'all going to sleep on me. But I will say this, though. I've noticed a lot of things, and I am so happy that it's happened. And I don't know if it's because the way, like, technology is moving fast forward, Mm -hmm. or if it's because, like, the imprint of, like, people around. But a lot of people around me and that I've grown around, I've seen them, like, do things with you know, comedy and mm-hmm, videos mm-hmm, and photography mm-hmm. and like a lot of people from my musk and I'm just like I'm just happy to see that like mm-hmm. people stepped out that womb like okay. Right, cool. right. And like right. just remember you don't have to do nothing for nobody. Like you just gotta figure out what you wanna do. For like, yourself. What makes you, know you, what you happy? Like my parents always was like, Man, all these people all oh, cameras change so much. Oh, how you gonna make money? How you gonna be able to have job security? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All this, you know what I'm saying? What's your backup plan? Like Ain't no motherfucking doctor going to school thinking about no fucking backup plan. plan. That's, a, that's a fact. True. Nobody, like, nobody like, asks about my I'm sister. I'm gonna be a doctor and my backup that's true. is like, what? Right, that? right. That's, that's true. My sister backup plan. That's she so true. Like, like, you working? Right. Just don't go listen to yeah. nobody yeah. or what yeah. nobody gotta say. And if you gotta do it, you just gotta do, do it. it. Like nobody was there. I had to. 
work my day job, work my night job. I mean, work my day job, go to school at night, shoot videos after that in the hood, risking my life, edit after that, wake up, do mm-hmm, it again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Come on, man. Like, nobody doing that. You feel me? And like, I don't know. People just always gonna hate. Ah, oh, you're not funny. Oh, your video's not good. Yeah. Oh, you're not doing nothing positive. You shooting for hood, nigga. Don't worry about me. I'm doing my thing. Okay. <laughs> like, don't worry about me because you got to start somewhere. You have to start somewhere. And yeah. like, you just gonna keep building. Like, mm-hmm. I went from shooting, editing, doing all this shit, and now I don't even touch the camera. I just come up with ideas. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to be a raw ass director mm-hmm. before I die. And I Amen. Can put my fucking life. Like, and nothing gonna stop me. So it's just like, you just gotta do what you wanna do and mm-hmm. stick true to yourself. Like, a lot of people try to be like people. A lot of people try to find routes that other people mm-hmm. doing. Like, mm-hmm. if you like it, just keep doing just it. Like, you know what I'm saying? It. I know, like, even with the podcast stuff y'all doing, people are like, oh, shut up. Mm-hmm. I know people who make thousands of dollars that don't, no one knows because mm-hmm. they got their own little streaming platform. Yeah. Like, you can make money anyhow you wanna make it. It just. You just got to work hard for that shit. Oh, yes. Well, thank you so much, Ozzy. Thank you. Thank you for just dropping the gems. For being I'm honest. Saying, I'm sitting here yeah. listening. Girl, now put we know. Now we know. Thank you so much. Thank you for being here. Yes. That was, a hot, that was a topic. A topic of the week. So... What's the next thing we're going to? Uh, Cross-cultured conversation. conversation. Okay, let me find it. Do you have it? Oh. Um, it's, uh, I think it's on Instagram, yeah. yeah. So, of course, we got another message from one of our listeners. Because y'all are so interesting. Mm-hmm. There you go. Okay, thank you. It says, hi, cross-culture. So, I have an issue. Since high school, it's been me and my friend S and D. We have been a trio for a long time. Lately, I've been noticing that S and D are acting a little friendlier than usual. I don't want to be the hater friend, but I also don't want to don't think that they are compatible. And once they cross that line, I know things will never be the same. How should I approach it without sounding like a hater? Mm. First of all, y'all was dropping gems in the comments. Like people mm-hmm. were saying all type of stuff in the comments about like, you know, just let them do them and this, that, and the other. But I feel, because I've been in different type of situations like that, mm-hmm. I feel like you need to let them know first and foremost, like it, it it affects the dynamic of the relationship. Like, no matter what, if they want to change their dynamic within the relationship, the three of you have a relationship. Mm-hmm. So I would let them know equally, like, you know what? I peep y'all, do you, have y'all thing. However, don't let it interrupt what I got with each of y'all and know that, you know, no matter what, y'all can do what y'all want to do, but understand that y'all are taking a leap and that's going to mess up what we have here. And I'm not going to make a choice between the two of you. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Like, if I say I still want to go skating and I invite both of you, I expect y'all to be there like y'all was before. True. You know, and that's just it. Like, if they want to do it and get heartbroken, whatever, whatever, <laughs> cool, but don't let that mess up. Our relationship. Now, if you think that's going to mess up our relationship, think twice. That's true. And, you know, as you said, I didn't think, listen, we've been, I've been in a similar situation. Like, I'm telling the girl, girl, don't do it. I'm telling the guy, guy, don't do it. You're like, why? You know, because obviously, you being an outside person and just knowing them, you could, you know their behavior. You know, like, okay, I know y'all not finna mess well. Y'all just both horny right now, you know, but it's like, people are going to do what they want to do. Like, no matter how much you try, because I'd be trying like, no, please don't. Girl, no, because then it, you, it, you will sound like a hater. It's like, 
what is it? You know, do you want to be with this person or right. what? You, you know, be the third exactly. Or... So as you said, yeah, I talked to them like, okay, hopefully it doesn't affect our relationship. But if it really was a, a good, solid relationship, then hopefully it should not, you know? Exactly. But then, as you said, it definitely will mess up the dynamic. So now it may not be like a threesome, the three of you guys exactly. anymore. You know, it's just going to be like, oh, I hang out with this person separately and I hang out with other person separately, exactly. which is well, like... awkward every time uh, all y'all together. But yeah, but you guys, please keep your questions and concerns issue. Keep it coming. And also remember to check our um, Instagram page, Cross X Cultured Podcast, um, to comment. And our Twitter page at Cross X Cultured. Yes, ma'am. All right. Black Excellence Time. Uh, for me, my Black Excellence person is Tracy Ellis Ross. So she launches her Black Hair Care. Um, it's called. Um, Pattern. Mm-hmm. So basically, it's for like, you know, curly hair, girls with curly hair, texture hair. Uh, I think it's a really nice thing to see she's doing because even if you follow her social media, you see that she always wears her natural hair. You know, mm-hmm. even on her TV shows, it, she's always on the natural stuff, you know? And the different type of curl part patterns, you know? It's not just kinky hair, but, you know, there's, you know, the 4C, 4B, 3A, 3C, 3B, all these letters, you know? So it's really nice to see that she's doing it and it's going to be out in stores, I think, very soon. Um, I think Ulta is going to be one of the stores that's going to have her, her hair products Ooh, and stuff. you know it's fancy. Mm-mm, yeah, right. I wonder um, what the price would be, though. Probably like $20. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I wonder what it would be. But, yeah, it's wonderful. I look forward to that. I'll try I it too. out. I mean, I don't have the same textures. Oh, so I, I wonder how, like, the oh, texture It's not expensive. Oh, really? So the conditioner is like $9. Oh, that's not bad. Oh, okay, okay. I'm $9. Well, depending on the size, though. So the the most expensive is twenty five dollars. So as you said, yeah, yeah. So I'll just say between not more than twenty five dollars, yeah. Which is cool. Which is good. All right, my black excellence is um I'm gonna give it to a HBCU Hampton University University because they um as we talked about Hurricane Dorian really tore up the Bahamas and they are offering free enrollment room and board to displaced University of Bahamas students. Um, I think that's super important and super cool, especially when we talk about HBCUs mm-hmm. and their importance in the community, um, especially all throughout the diaspora. Um, that's that's great that they are not allowing these students to have their education put on halt mm-hmm. um, because of uh, you know something that was out of their control. So shout yeah. out to Hampton University, um, that HBCU for stepping up to the plate like that. That is awesome. We just let go of our clap, y'all, because <laughs> we'll bring. It I don't even notice anymore. Okay, so let's get into our TV and music. So for TV. Um, what is going on? So T.I. is reported... This isn't really TV, but we threw it in there. Um, T.I. reportedly is coming out with a podcast called Expeditiously. That's his favorite word, huh? That's his word. I'm not really going to check for it. I'm going to listen to a clip or something, but I, I don't I feel like really know what it's going to be about. I don't really care for T.I. voice like that. He thinks we like his voice. I don't. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it's going to be like... I feel like Pocket's going to be like his comments that he puts on Instagram. That's what Pocket's going to yeah, be like. Yeah. We already know. But I mean, that's good, you know, doing something. Um, another thing, T.I. T.I. is involved in it? T.I., yeah. Cardi B, and Chance the Rapper have this new Netflix hip-hop like show called Rhythm and Flow. So it's basically a competition trying to find the, the new star, the next yeah. hip-hop star. I think the combination of the three of them is kind of weird to me. And we, I feel like we spoke about this a while ago when they first like were talking about it and how, which is, I just don't feel like any of those people are like super qualified. Cardi B? Yeah. Like, I don't know. I guess now Cardi got like more. But it's like to be the judge for talent 
It's like yeah, I, I, she is her talents. Like I, I think I'm actually okay with Chance the Rapper. I actually am okay with be, it being Chance the Rapper. But Cardi B, I'm just like girl. All you say I think is, they needed a female rapper, but I feel like there's so many female rappers. I, so I think, many. Yeah, Cardi don't don't write a lot of her rap. I would have been good with Megan Thee Stallion, honestly. Dang, that's bogus. How Damn. so? Cause she newer than Cardi. I, I, I get it's just cause she's newer, but like with the if I would have been ha- happier with her because she got the talent. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know I she. Want the city girls on the. <laughs> Oh, yeah, not nah, JT in Miami. Nah, uh-uh. That's Honestly, they should have had Rhapsody or... Rhapsody, yes. Um, you know what I'm saying? I, I would even prefer Tierra Whack or... Yeah! Or, uh, Chica. Like, there's so many female rappers that they really... Or they could have used the opportunity to give them more light. Yeah, too. yeah. Shoot, Remy Ma, uh, Shauna. It's uh-huh. some OG female rappers that could have had moments. But Cardi B, I mean? yeah. but I guess. Cardi B gonna have the most people come. <laughs> She's gonna be on cloud. Yeah, yeah, cloud. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Uh, Disney Pixar is announcing okay. their first black-led film called Soul, um, with voiceovers featuring Jamie mm-hmm. Foxx and Felicia Rashad. That's really all they have released about it. I have no idea what it's about to be about, but it sounds interesting. I'm always here for black animation, mm-hmm. um, and, and I love good. Felicia Rashad and Jamie Foxx. Yeah. So I will keep an eye out for that. Yeah. Um, Beyond I'm like, the I thought we were talking about Beyond the Pole already. Well, I finally watched it. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I watched Beyond the Pole. It was like, okay, really, I really want to talk about um, the Urban Media Channel as mm-hmm. an app. So it's like, we support Netflix and Hulu and stuff, but I like Urban Media Channel because, you know, we sit here on on Twitter and stuff begging for all our black... Urban movie. I'm sorry, Urban mm-hmm. Movie Channel, and we beg for all our black shows to be put on there, and they have all of them. Like, they yeah. have all of us. They have all of these different um, African-based shows with a lot of our favorite 90s um, yeah. movie stars. Yeah. So I think that, like... You know, it's not that much a month, and if we're done, if we're, we're like, like six ninety nine, yeah. So if we're giving money to the Netflix and the Hulu's, this is again supporting black business because it's, yeah. it's very obviously a black owned. Yeah, it's just all shows. black shows, legit all black shows. Like I'm like, I even know when this show show came exactly. out. Exactly, and then, a lot of them are good. It's not just like you know they got the ATLs. They have like a lot of the like mm-hmm. black movies that. We wish we're on Netflix, so... But, girl, um, Beyond the Pole, girl, that reunion, you all need to watch it. It was just so ghetto. It was just ghetto. It's, it's, it's that reality TV show that is, like, just, like, raw, uncut, ghetto. Yes, it gave that old-school reality show feel. You know, before, like, the Love and Hip Hop's got super edited, yeah. like... Like, College Hill type uh-huh. Like, Flavor Flav type of, like, yeah. just everything is out, you know? Like, there's no secrets. Like, they're talking to the producers. Why? Right, right, the producers. Like, that's, that's what we used to love. Uh, let's get into music. Music, uh, music make me lose control. Mm-hmm. Okay, y'all. Um, okay, so Nicki Minaj says she is retiring to start her family and have her kids and will be with her husband. Yeah, I always retire. Y'all know I'm a boss. So she she said this before. <laughs> All these rappers retire and come back. Of course, I I don't even see it as like oh she's retiring she's not gonna make music anymore. I think that it's like oh it's a break. You yeah, know, I am a barb and this has broken my heart a little bit. Really, only because like you know when she added that whole part of like I bet y'all happy now. It's like you could tell like I feel like Nikki's just fed up. Like this is this is all a thing of like Nikki just being like I'm tired of defending myself. I'm tired of trying to prove who I am. Like, fuck y'all. I'm just about to go have kids. Mm-hmm. Like, because she very well could have just been pregnant and rapping. You know what I'm saying? It's not impossible. And I think Nikki has the capacity to do did. that. Yeah. You right, know right. She has the capacity to do it. I just think that it's like... Maybe really, she doesn't want to be in the limelight. Yeah, it's just for happens. her really saying like, y'all leave me alone. I'm tired of y'all. Mm-hmm. So, and that her baby would be me. cute. Her, her baby and her... Her and yeah. Ken. 
Um, but that's good for her. Okay, Hot Girl Summer music video came out. I love the music I video. It. it was just that so shit fun. Was weak. Okay. Damn. What was weak about it? Everything. It was just basic as shit. And I think that's what I liked like, about it. They probably spent a whole bunch of money. Of and course. The only thing that was good was the quality. Like they were just standing by a pool and wow, they had a I mean, it was I mean yeah. And, 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 and that's what the song's about. Just having a hot girl. Hot girl summer is like, it's in the summer. You have your bikini on. You having fun. I think that's what I liked about it because it's simple. Yeah, they didn't do too much trying to have like, a deep storyline, whatever. I was Yeah, cute, I like, think it was just a natural. We on the, on the beach. We dancing. Ah, whatever. And I liked it. That's it what I liked cute. about it. I liked it. It wasn't all the too cameos much. from the female rappers. Yeah. Like, I just thought it was like, it really was like a bunch of female <laughs> Thumbs down. I liked it. I think that's, the vibe it gave me, I feel like that's what City Girls be trying to do with their new music videos. Oh, yeah. And bro. it just like, what's that video? Twerk. Twerk. It, it didn't hit for me. Now, that one was weak. No, nah, that video was raw. Ah! Uh-huh. No, two different standpoints. Ah, uh-huh. ah, it's a no, that video was wrong. Which video are you talking about, about? You talking about the one with Cardi B, right? And yeah, they, yeah. All, they had like animal pain and they did shit. Like, it was like what just because they, they was they twerking, twerking that was ratchet. It like they turned into like a whole twerk contest. It was like something there to watch. Like they just had a pool party. Like how many times have you seen a fucking pool party in a music video? Since before we was born, they've how many times have you seen shit. women park, uh, twerking? It's because they put um, tiger stripes not, on their butt. Exactly. That's what I made beg. it. Cool. The shots, the angles, they was on the boat. Okay, I'll, the angles, yes. I would say about, angles, we're yes. We're talking about a video. Yes. We're not talking about like. We're not talking. About, I mean, like cool, but I mean honestly, overall. Who, who? Which two people are we talking about? We talking about Megan and Megan. Well, I mean, Megan Thee Stallion has fire videos, and that just was not one of them. Mm. Okay, well, as for me, I liked it. Like to be honest, mm. which, which which one of the videos do you think is fire that you like? She got one where like they all like in red, and they got like a red background. Okay, and they have a big offering. Maybe is it make offering? I mean, like just everything. She do like, have good videos. She, she do have videos from the styling to the mm-hmm. shots. To like the angles and everything, but okay. I just felt like that video was, was very, basic. very basic. And I was just like, when I saw Ty Dolla Sign and I saw like all these people, and I'm like, cool. I thought it could have just been shot a bit more different way angles, better. better. I agree, it is a basic concept, and but I liked it nonetheless. Cost like a hundred k, probably did. So but looks like, probably because you got to pay Tay for all them wigs. Um, yeah, hollering. Uh, okay, so Wu Tang, y'all know Wu Tang. Wu Tang Clan ain't nothing. Mm-hmm. Fuck, you know this might be before y'all. y'all, 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 y'all no, we know, we know. Uh, I'm talking about I'm younger, talking about before. <laughs> younger listeners. Oh, okay. You know, we technically appeal to the young gen- generation. Anyway, Wu Tang has a series on Hulu, mm. um, and it's kind of like an episodic thing where they talk about their, you know, their life and what how they created Wu Tang Clan. Okay. Um, and I'm, I'm a big fan of like hip hop docu series documentaries. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I just think that like. It's a part of the culture, and it's like great to see it. So Shamik Moore is on there. Mm-hmm. Dave East is on there. Joey Badass is on there. Uh, Erica Alexander is is oh, a character. I like her. So there's a lot of like great actors and actresses. A lot of I also like there's a lot of um, musicians playing the the actual. the actual actors and artists. So it, it'll be cool to watch. I haven't really watched any yet, but I've heard great things about it. So JT is set to come out this month. Are you sure? That's what Miami said. Because we've been hearing she's going to come out, she's going to come out, she's going to come out. So let's see, you know. Listen, when JT free, we're going to tell you. Right, we're going to know. Um, well, I said I was going to say, but Cash Doll, she said her, her album is dropping October 7th, okay? So I'm looking forward to that. So that's what, in a month or so? Yeah, definitely season. definitely a month. So hopefully it's good. I hope that it's good because, you know, she's be dropping like little pictures and little like clips of her outfits and stuff. We'll see. 
I hope I hope it, like she goes off because I wasn't really crazy about her few singles that she let out. Mm-hmm. I liked her and Big Sean Hello single though. That was oh, the one she did with Lil Wayne. I wasn't oh, yeah. Kitty Cat. What is it called? Mm-hmm. I wasn't crazy about it. They just talking about all female artists, which is very biased. But we're not gonna jump on that. <laughs> well, we say on this podcast that we love female artists, <laughs> female rappers. That's what, yeah, we do. We love female rappers. I'm okay. <laughs> but on a positive note, Post Malone new album is so like fire. Really? I heard it was good. I actually did. It, it is good. so fire. Like, I'm not even the biggest fan of Post Malone straight mm-hmm. up, but this album, I don't mm. think it's one bad song. When did it come out? Like, like yesterday. yesterday. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, I heard the whole album like five times already. It's fire. Oh, I'm going to check it out. I'm going to listen to it because, you know, and he has a lot of features that I'm interested in. Yeah. The Baby, Future, Halsey. SZA, Halsey. Okay. That SZA song fire, too. Mm. I, I heard Halsey's song was fire. Yeah. Future on that bitch, too. <laughs> I'll support Future. He's a misogynist. I'm sorry. Future is the GOAT. How? I, I, I don't understand how people say Future is the GOAT. I, I really do not understand. Really Man, they do. I'm like, future. but what? Future like, how? Like, it's nothing wrong with Future. Like, What do you mean it's nothing wrong with Future? You talking about musically? We talking Music. about personally. Shit. Realistically, personally either. Like, huh? to be honest. Personally either. <laughs> like, yeah. to be honest, I mean... I'm going to be real with you. I like how a honey he is. Like, it's not that many real niggas out here, G. Like, on some straight shit. Like, and that's the thing. So, he's 100 him... about his nonsense and yes, bullshit. Yes, he is 100 about it. It's yeah. some guys who lie about that shit and keep it in the closet. He yeah. be 100 Like, I ain't finna play your, he, pay for your flight, He sister. let you know. He, yeah. he got all these females. And he, he pay do. his child support. And he, you know what I'm saying? Like... It's people who don't even pay their damn child support. Mm-hmm. He get his business done and he tell you what it is and he live his lifestyle that he want to live. Uh, well, I guess so. That's true though. He's he honest. I mean, he don't hide or exactly. deny any of the nonsense people Most say about of him. Most niggas be lying. So, it ain't bloody real niggas lie. Yeah, I still don't like anyway, him. Drop the quotes. Um, Young Thug album was fine too. I was going to say, what I else are you listening to? Oh, yeah, I already talked about it. Oh, yeah. But what else are you listening to right now? What am I listening to? Right now, what are you listening to right now? I listen to like a right lot now? of local artists. So. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, really? I mean, unless y'all want to hear a local artist. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You can I talk. I mean, yeah, let us know. We all, we all from the city. Okay. Chicago. I'm talking about super, super local. So, like, uh, recently on my playlist, I got, like, Rio Cheney, MLB Drippy, you know, like, super, super upcoming mm. Like, but yeah. I'm just be trying to pay attention to, like, what's next. What's like, coming uh, out, what's hot. Uh-huh. That's, that's that's my little thing, you mm-hmm. know? Because I want to put Chicago streets. on the map, for real, for yeah. real. Yes. Like, like it needs to be done. Nothing than pain music. And yeah. that's what all these niggas let go. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, for real, for real. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that, yeah, that is our episode. Uh, my quote is nothing, really, but... We're talking about clout and stuff and how we said it shouldn't change who you are. So the quote says, there is something wrong with your character if opportunity controls your loyalty. If it mm. controls who you are as a person, how you, you know, relate to people. That's something. You're a clout chaser. A negative clout chaser. Okay? Boop, boop. But thank you. That is our episode. Thank you, guys. Thanks again to our special guest, thank Laka, you, for being Laka. here. Anytime. And y'all, this has been Cross Cultured. Cross-cultured.